Good morning and welcome to the Free to Be Show. I'm so excited to play with you today. Um, today we are going to officially begin the theme for the month of April, although it's the 31st of March. And it's uh, our theme this month is playing. So I'll be back with my awesome guests right after this. Hi, my name is Cordelia Gaffar. I'm the ultimate joy goddess. I help you to create sustainable practices of self-nurturing to discover your ultimate joy through workshops, retreats, coaching, my books, this podcast, and speaking engagements to co-create your sacred experience. What does that feel like? For mind alignment. For your yoni, more movement throughout your day. For your stomach, the best nutrition to nourish your body. For your heart, acknowledging your emotions. For your brain, more sleep. Work with me so that you can be replenished. Are you aligned in your four minds? Be free with replenishment. Hello. So now the guest reveal. My guest today is my little brother from another mother, none other than <laughs> Dave Orton. <laughs> <Woo! laughs> little brother from another mother. Oh, I love it. That's you know, great. We might as well begin with that, right? It's <laughs> a great way to begin. I love it. Oh, my word, Cordelia. It's wonderful. <laughs> you weren't expecting that, were you? I wasn't. <laughs> I was not expecting that. And I love it. It's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. it's great. Um, <laughs> oh, my word. So play, huh? I love that. I love that. I, uh, you know, April, April 1st, April Fool's Day. Uh, I learned a lot about playing and where, where to draw like some boundaries. So this, when I was like 10 years old, my mom was working and I was April 1st and, you know, people were playing April fool's jokes on each other at school. And I thought I would just take it all the way. So I called up my mother at work and said, mom, the house is on fire. <clears throat> Oh my yeah, goodness. It's okay. okay. We're all okay. We're outside the house. <laughs> Everybody who works at our works, like, you know, one person's dialing 911, another person's like, Are you okay? And and then I'm like, April Fools! <laughs> She's like, David, we will talk about this when I get home. But that's not funny. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. Yeah, it was. <laughs> what a way to start off playing. Was, huh? It looks like it wasn't well received. Is that what happened? No, it wasn't. Well it was not well <laughs> <laughs> So so I'm curious, did um what do you call it? Did 911 show up and all that? No, no, no. They they I couldn't keep the joke in long enough for any serious consequences except the, the paddling I got from my mom when she got home. <laughs> I, I, I bet it was it was great. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, yeah, I know. Sorry, I don't know why that was funny, but it was. But that I was love something. that. Yeah. That's, of course, the way we have to start out, right, with play. So, and, and, you know, this is the, the great thing about having you on on the 31st of March. So we don't have to deal with that today. That's right. You, know? That's right. <laughs> you don't have to deal with that till tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So listen, oh my word. I, I am, I, I entitled this, right? Playing how to be the bridge amongst all people. Mm -hmm. So I chose that because instead of polarizing with April Fool's jokes, um, like how have you used play to bring people together? <laughs> you know, it's something interesting that I've noticed that when, gosh, I can't remember who said this, when you cry, you cry alone, but when you laugh, the whole world laughs with you. Yes. And one of the things that I love about play and enjoyment and humor uh, and those are, you know, if it was a Venn diagram, there'd be some good overlap there between all those. Is that it? It is a way, especially play, more even than than humor, because humor is is a subjective thing. I suppose play is too, you know. Uh, but but if if I can play with somebody, if we can get out and enjoy each other's company, or even compete against each other, I have a, a healthy respect for them automatically. It's there. Like there's there's no. There's nothing in between me and them. And I get to, it becomes a, a, a play of two souls, you know, instead of a competition between uh, enemies, if you will, uh, it becomes a, a play between two souls. And, and there's, a, there's a dance. And the dance, the dance is between equals. The dance is between two people who are, who are, who've decided and chosen to be with the other person in a relationship. And sometimes it's hilarious and sometimes it's <clears throat> serious and, and that's okay. The, the beauty of the, of that, as far as I can tell is that, you know, when I'm playing, when, when I was playing, uh, I used to play a lot of ultimate Frisbee and it didn't matter. You know, the skill was what mattered. And uh, I was usually not anywhere near the top tier of the skill on the teams I was playing on. So. You wouldn't have been on my team because let me tell you, I am the ultimate Frisbee queen. Of course I am. I am. I go way back to that. Look, next time yeah. we're together, you shouldn't have told me that. You should have told me oh, that in India. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Last night I was, we were at the, um, at a sports store and I wanted, I was like, I saw this beautiful new ultimate Frisbee, you know, 175 grams competition weight. I'm like, I want it. I only have like five in the garage, but another one's always nice. <laughs> yeah. Cause like you're going to run out of those. Well, you know, <laughs> if, if you throw like me, then you will probably lose one. So oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I got to where I could throw really, really well. So maybe we need to be on a team because if you've got the speed, <laughs> I can put it wherever you're going to be, you know? <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness. We need to create that. Yeah. I love that. Okay. So yeah, that is a great way to play. And you know, I want to just say, um, I was hearing you also say that it creates um, harmony and equanimity when it comes to play. And I love that you chose uh, that, that your sport is ultimate frisbee because the great thing about that is it's like, there's no national team, right? So there's like, 
there's no polarization amongst the um, the crowd, you know, because mm -hmm. it's like all good and all good in the hood and we all want to play and, you know, right. so um, and I'm going to keep using this as as a jumping off point, because, you know, look, if we, if we look at ultimate Frisbee, okay, so basically, for those of you who don't know this, the, the point of the game, it's pretty much like football, right? Um, but just with a Frisbee. So, um, and, and, and no tackling usually. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> that part. <laughs> Interpretation allowed. Yes, I got it. I got it. Right. Um, I mean, if if like feet end up in chest when you're a, a short person jumping is considered a tackle. I mean, you know. <laughs> oh. oh, man. Yeah, it's a non-contact sport. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. We are staying on topic of yeah. playing because we're just playing. So, yeah. Um, but what I'm the point is right. This is a this is a great uh, bridge because uh, at University of Vermont, where I went to school and I played, it was an intramural. I was on the intramural team. There were people of all genders. Yes, even when I went to college, there were many genders. <laughs> and um, <laughs> and uh, you know, well, you know, it was Vermont, so I can't really say <laughs> that there was a whole lot of other kind of. It's kind of oh, like kind of like Idaho, right? So. I mean, Boise is its own little place, okay. <laughs> but uh, everywhere everywhere else in Idaho, definitely, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, you know, but it's it's a great way for people to connect, and um, you know, I like one of my study partners came from you know being on that ultimate frisbee team. And so uh, it's just, it's, it's really a, a great way to connect, create connection. So above and beyond that, what other ways have you integrated play into your, your life and your business? Like, let's talk a little bit about your leadership role in the Ultimate Coach community. Where have you used play with that? Well, I... <laughs> just about everywhere. <laughs> um, I, so one of my statements from my document is that I cultivate a, a deep sense of enjoyment of what is in every moment. So, so for example, yesterday evening, my son and I, and this is not exactly answering your question because I'm going to take it from a personal experience from last night. So you, we were trying to replace the headlamps, the, the headlights, you know, the lamps and the headlights of his car last night. And it was difficult. It was not working out. Like we were having, I was, we struggled for like two hours to get one particular lamp out. It was the high beam on the driver's side, if you must know. But, <laughs> but here I am, you know, I've got my hand in and I'm struggling to get the, the thing. There's like zero, you know, almost no clearance. And, and I'm, I'm sitting here and starting to get frustrated. And I've been upset for at Penny for no apparent reason all evening. And there was no reason. I was just like, I think I took a nap in the middle of the day and I woke up grumpy. <laughs> <laughs> grumpy lumps. That's okay. right. That's right. And thanks like just, you know, being loving and kind. And anyway, the, and then on, in the, 
all of a sudden I'm like, I'm cultivating a sense of enjoyment of what is in every moment. And I just start to laugh at how ridiculous this is. And I'm like, okay, well, let's let this be for a little bit. We'll spray some WD-40 on this and see if it'll loosen up the things. And and it turns out Penny had the magic tools that we needed. She has these really had these really small articulating um, uh, wrench um, screwdriver on a wrench. I don't even know what you call them, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, but we were able to use it in this very tight space and get get things loosened up and pulled out and replaced. It was wonderful. And the the beauty of this play, a beauty of finding uh, enjoyment in whatever is, is that it. Helps me stay related to reality as opposed to the way things should be, or the way things I want them to be, or the things that I want to complain about. <laughs> so you're and, moving away from judgment. Yeah. yeah, moving away from judgment and moving to embracing what actually is going on. You know, the and in, in the Ultimate Coach Facebook group, I am laughing almost every time I talk on there. Um, I laugh a lot natively. And I can be serious. You know, you and I have had some pretty serious conversations. Yeah. And and it's not like serious, like, is it mean? I can be mean. It's not one of my favorite things to do. You better but... not be mean with me. <laughs> See? <laughs> that ain't going to work. So, I'm the you... ultimate joy goddess. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> and yet yesterday, I don't know why we're going to automotive, why my mind's going to automotive, probably because it was what yesterday was. I, I went to Costco to have my tires um rotated and one of them repaired and they they uh i had had this experience with costco um customer service that was less than stellar uh and i told and they called me up and said hey you know this tire we can't repair it it's it's gone too far and you you must have driven on it while it was you know flat um so it's on you and and so come and see us and i'm like yeah i'm gonna have to bring up this this thing that they said they were going to do and then they never did. So I got upset for a few minutes, <laughs> dropped a couple of bombs. Okay. <laughs> you really went over the edge. Okay. Not really. When I mean a little bit, not, not terribly. <laughs> so I'm walking, you know, on the phone, I went over the edge that I'm walking over to the, I was in Costco already waiting for them to finish the car. And, and I walked over to the tire department and also I'm over there on my way over there I'm like repeating to myself you know I am endowed with godly vision connected to the spirit of all creation no one is worthy of my condemnation everyone's worthy of my love including me uh you know and on and on and on repeating these things to myself because I don't want to be over the edge I want to enjoy life and I'm going to stand for if if this is I'm going to stand for myself yeah. but I don't have to be an a-hole about it I can be kind and loving and and a stand firm stand for me, you know? And so I did that and no more bombs were dropped, thank goodness. But the, and and it was just, I said, you know, the, the guy explained what he was willing to do. And I said, you know, I called customer service about this like six months ago and I got the runaround. They said somebody would call me back. Nobody ever called me back. So for me to have a good customer experience here, I want you guys to cover the difference between what I want to tire and things like that. And, uh, and he's like, well, I can't sign off on that. So I'll have to go talk to this person. And, you know, you, it was like six months ago, you really should have taken care of this before. I'm like, I'd like to point out that that's not the point. The point is that you guys said you'd call me back and no one ever did. That's on you. And I'm talk not talking about you, I'm talking about Costco you. <laughs> I'm, I'm understanding. I'm yeah. going to love the story. Um, so he went and talked and came back and said, well, I'll, I'll do half the tire. I'm like, that's fine. When, when he left, 
I was like calm and peaceful. I'm like, you know what? I love Costco. They've taken good care of me. There was that one incident. I called up corporate to find out what happened. It turns out what happened was they have a little bit of a broken process where if you're dealing with tire stores, they don't deal with you at corporate. They just send you the tire store and don't even make a note <laughs> that oh. they did that. It's like, okay, well, somebody dropped the ball and, and that's okay. That that happens. Anyway, so then they came back and they're like, um, actually, we have to replace all your tires because they've worn unevenly. Mm-hmm. Um, you must have got out of alignment at some point. I'm like, okay, well, what was that going to look like? You know, and so instead of spending uh, zero, <laughs> which is what wow. I was expecting, right. I walking out with uh, uh, spending about, you know, it was, it was going to be to get brand new all tires. It would have been a, a, like 1200. Mm-hmm. Um, but with all the stuff that we had, I got walked out of there with a, you know, about $700 out of pocket, but nice. yeah, it was fantastic. And I've got tires and I've got to go get my car aligned. <laughs> yeah. There's that. that. That's the next part. <laughs> I was, yeah. I was wondering if they were offering a free alignment too. Like, no, wow. that, that would be lovely. They don't actually do that there, but yeah. Oh but yeah. The, I think that's true. The play of that was in over here with me, right? I'm playing, sounds terrible, with myself in my mind. I'm playing with my myself in my mind. Am I going to be peaceful or am I going to be upset? And both of those things, you know, more than one thing can be true at the same time. That one's a tough one for me. I'm either, it occurs to me like I'm either peaceful or upset. But the... Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. With with regard to the group, I'm playful all the time, and then I share where I where I'm <laughs> out there humaning it up with you know who am I being? Well, in that moment, I was not being kind or anything, but the next moment, I got I stepped back into being kind, stepped back to being uh, an expression of the divine, showing up and and uh, getting tires on my car. <laughs> I love that. You know, and, and the fact that you're pointing out that the play was with you and your own mind. And isn't that really what we're doing all the time? We have choices, right? And and what you're saying is that we you chose to uh, not do mental gymnastics, right? That the one where it like keeps us imprisoned in a place where somebody has to be wrong or there's fault somewhere in judgment. You uh, you kept yourself in a in a playful kind of uh, thought process where it was like, okay, I can repeat my document to me, I can be my document, and I'm gonna do it now. Okay, I'm gonna do it now. I'm gonna begin again. I'm gonna do it now. So that's what was happening, huh? That's exactly what was happening. <laughs> exactly what was happening. You know, and I'm walking over there. I'm like blessing. You know, I'm sending blessings to this to this this guy there at the Eric at my local uh, Costco tire store. <laughs> <laughs> they're all named Eric, huh? <laughs> yeah, guy named Eric. Yeah, fun stuff. Anyway, they're all named Eric. Oh, that's right. They have the leader of the V movement, also Eric. <laughs> always well, dealing with those Eric's. <laughs> Eric's. Well, the name Eric is an interesting name. It means. Uh, ultimate ruler. <laughs> yeah. How about that? <laughs> that explains so much. Right. No? <laughs> and we love you, Eric. We too. Eric Lofholm. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, yeah, this guy's last name, 
was it, it's a German word for bar bartender. So he was the ultimate ruling bartender. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> I don't know why I looked that up, but I did. I looked that up on my phone as I was walking back there just to insert some humor into it. Let's find out the etymology of this man's name. <laughs> I think that's perfect, right? Because that that like encapsulates the entire experience and your mental uh, playfulness. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I, I love that we're playing with all this and, and, and also for our viewers and listeners, I hope that you're hearing the seriousness here for yourselves, right? So you have the choice, you know, just so you see the distinction between doing mental gymnastics where you're ruminating and making someone wrong and staying in judgment versus being um, play, making playful choices with who you're being in that moment. So um yeah, thank you for that story. That was perfect. And and it's totally fine. You know, we don't really have to drill down on the ultimate coach um, community or your leadership there or any of those things. And for those of you who don't know, um, the ultimate coach community is related to the ultimate coach book, um, for which I am also the leader of that podcast. So the ultimate coach book. And um, it's it's a book about being. So the alignment there for me is this is the free to be show. So let's talk more about being playful. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> so actually, you know, I think this is a good point to take a little bit of a commercial break, and then we'll okay. come back and actually be serious. What do you about think about play. that? I I love it. Let's be serious about play. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's do that. <laughs> Create your ultimate joy personalized experience. Where do you see yourself this year? Is it in Hawaii or the Caribbean or perhaps it's Mexico? There are locations all over the world where you can connect with the elements. Wherever you choose, you can be with me the ultimate joy goddess to create and be a stand for your joy. Where, would, where do you see yourself? Where would you like to be? Don't dream about it. Make it happen. Connect with me at CordeliaGafar.com. We're supposed to be serious now. What's that about? Very what serious. Is, okay. It's a pre. It's a. It's a something. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to point out that I'm. Uh, I'm holding in my hands, sixty percent cacao, Ghirardelli chocolate from San Francisco. This is how insensitive. I'm fasting. Oh, I'm so sorry. That's right. <laughs> Ramadan. <laughs> no, I forgot about that. I apologize. I apologize. I'm sorry. Thank you for being a bridge between people. <laughs> and since you love chocolate, let me show you this in the middle of your path. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I just want to say I was demonstrating how to be playful with someone who's being insensitive. <laughs> Who forgot that was not intentionally being insensitive. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm listening. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Did you have your pre-dawn meal? What was that? Like five, four hours ago, five hours ago? 
How about six? Oh my goodness. Mm -hmm. And look how amazing I still look. <laughs> right? Right? Do you still feel pretty amazing? I mean, you, you look fantastic. How do you feel? I feel fantastic, actually. I'm glad. Yeah. Yeah. It's the um, glowing light of the divine through me. As always. <laughs> yes, as always. Didn't I say that to you yesterday? I think I said that to you yesterday, that I see you, the divine light glowing through you. Oh, you did. And <laughs> did you know it's a requirement to say it to me every day? <laughs> this is your, these are, I, I, <laughs> I identify as the, it's the divine light glowing through me. <laughs> hey, I, I'm happy to keep you, I'll, I'll give you those pronouns. Let's, let's do that. <laughs> Thank you. I love it. <laughs> and this is the way, you know, we should look at everyone in general so like while i was joking right why not make it a requirement to you know especially for the people that i want to call our gurus right Th those people that just really piss you off seek the divine in them like just see them as a lesson like god is just downloaded a whole lesson right in front of you right and this is something to play with not something to you know, be mad at, right? So tell me about a situation where you've had to deal with that. Oh, you, I guess you did with Costco, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but tell me like in, in, in relationship to maybe your, I don't know, you choose either uh, a, a personal situation or at your last job. Oh yeah. Wow. Okay. So uh, at my last job, there was a guy that I really did not like. Just his, the, the, the only times I ever spoke with him that he responded. <laughs> it was like that. Okay. It was, a, he was, he was very accusatory and, and very short and very, I mean, you know, I, he'd send me this email saying like, you did this. What are you doing? I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. What, what, I don't even know what this resource is that you're talking about. I, 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 I don't know. Send it back. Well, you do know because you were there. I have proof you were there. I'm like, uh, nope. <laughs> I'm like CCing my manager because I'm like, this could escalate quickly. <laughs> Clearly, um, yeah. But I noticed some things about this guy. You know, so so the... In the parlance of, of the University of Santa Monica, which I have not attended, but I love the book that the Holnitz wrote, Loyalty to Your Soul, they have, there's this thing called stackers. Stackers. And they're essentially the gurus that show up to teach you things about yourselves until about yourself until you learn that lesson, right? So for me, it's people that, that stop at roundabouts instead of yielding. <laughs> don't get me started. <laughs> Where did those suburbanites come from? Like, why I don't you know what is, how to drive around a circle? <laughs> I, I mean, out here, it's been four-way stops for generations until recently. So it's yeah. like, yeah, there's some, there's some, uh, <laughs> some generational trauma there. You know, <laughs> I don't know what the, but the, um, but this guy was a stacker for me. It's like, okay, I, this guy is is just really causing me to, to look, see. There it is, right there. Wow. This guy is causing me to be upset. You notice that's the victim mantra. Mm. mantra. Like, this is happening. Therefore, I am responding to that. And that's the only option, right? 
I noticed some things about his communication style, though, and I realized that, and by the way, this doesn't have to be true to work. To work, I realized that he's on the spectrum. His communication style, he doesn't have interpersonal communication skills. He can't, he doesn't get cues. He can't tell when somebody's implying something. And the moment that I was, that I noticed that, I had this welling up of compassion and admiration for this guy who, with whatever difficulties he has with communication, with whatever difficulties he has with um, talking with people, he's brilliant. And he's figured out how to make a big difference in, a, in, a, in the largest, you know, largest private company in the state where I live. And, and, and I have a lot of respect for that. And I also have been able to see some of the things he's done that have been really, really great. So it was, for me, the, the, the stacker aspect here was, I'm going to be confronted with this confrontation until I can discover what's behind it. If I can share one more personal one, I well, used to- before oh, you do, let me just um, like freeze frame something here. So you slowed down enough to observe his uh, communication pattern to observe, right? That he was on the spectrum. So, you know, this is one of, it, I'm gonna go through the whole NVC communication, <clears throat> nonviolent communication process. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And this is very important because there's a lot of things going on and there's a lot of people that have, you know, uh, various forms of invisible. Thank you, Dr. Will Moreland for doing a post about this invisible, uh, uh, abilities, you know, mm -hmm. or, you know, circumstances, that you circumstances, do. right? Yeah. They could have PTSD, they could have Crohn's disease, all kinds of stuff, right? And so when you take a chance to observe, then you can look and see what <clears throat> feelings are associated with that interaction and what needs are not being met, right? And then you can take new compassionate action. And so that's exactly what you did. And those, so it's observe, uh, feel, uh, identify needs, and then take action. That's the nonviolent communication way to do that. And you didn't even know what that was and you did it anyway. Well, maybe you did. Anyway. I've got, I got a couple of the NVC books in my bookshelf back there. I taught you that just now. You taught me that, sorry. I, <laughs> revolution. <laughs> Thank you, Gladys. Thank you, Cordelia. Thank you, Cordelia. Thank you. Actually, you did teach. Yeah, I, I love what you've said because I've never heard it distilled to that that short of a process again. Just for me, would you? So you said, listen, feel, identify, and act. Is that what it was, or what were observe. the actual? Observe. observe was the first one. Yeah, observe. Okay. Um, and yeah. the third one is identify the need. Got it. Yeah. Hmm. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. So uh, another situation where this has come up is for years, it used to just really annoy me when people would come and knock on my door and try and sell me stuff, especially when I had a sticker saying no soliciting. <laughs> yes. You know, a sticker on the door, no soliciting, knock, knock, knock. Hey, we're here to sell you something. I'm like, 
and I, I just bark at them. Like I'll just bark. They weren't humans. They were people who were disrespecting and bothering me. Mm. You know, they were these things. They weren't, weren't even people. They were things that were upsetting and bothering me and interrupting my day and, and against my explicit wishes. <laughs> <laughs> right. How dare they? Right. And then I noticed this pattern after a long time. And it's hilarious. Penny only had to tell me about it like 300 times or so for me to actually recognize it was a pattern. And uh, we were, it was hilarious. The moment, there were two moments here, two tests I had to pass to get past these stackers uh, to learn the lesson, right? And the first one was we were in another city. We were down in Phoenix and at an Airbnb and somebody came and knocked on the door and I wasn't upset I, because there was no, no soliciting sticker. I, I I wasn't the homeowner. And I'm like, hey, how's it going, man? He's like, yeah, I, is the homeowner here? I'm like, no, they're not. We're, it's, uh, we're, we're renting the place right now. Can I get you a drink of water? He's like, sure. So he came in, got a drink of water. We talked for a little while. So wait a minute. You offered him water? Yeah. Oh, congratulations. Okay, listening. Thank you. Yeah. Well, it was Phoenix, too. So it's like... I know the vibe is totally different. Yeah. Well, and the heat is totally different too. It's like oh. you got it. There's water. There's a need for water, you know. But I saw him. The real difference was I saw this as a person, not an annoyance. Mm -hmm. And then, and then, yeah. The next, you know, the next time somebody knocked on our. So we we had this holiday wreath that Penny has, and it mostly obscures the no soliciting sticker. Uh -huh. So. <laughs> So the next time somebody knocked on our door and I was like, hey, how's it going? Come on in. Can we get you some water? Yeah. Was it We're hot really... that day? No. No. It was a human. So that was reprogramming maybe from Phoenix, no? Well, so Phoenix gave me the possibility to see the, the person as human, not as something else. Um, or some other way of being. Just turn off your phone. You're on my show. Thank you. Good call. <laughs> Good call. I heard your phone go off too, though. So don't get to about this stuff. But it's now. my show. Right. <laughs> you are right. Okay, she's going off. Say bye bye. Bye. <laughs> this moment brought to you courtesy of Samsung. <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness. That is a cue for them to become a sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so this <laughs> drinking water. <laughs> drinking water again. Okay. Anyway, continue. <laughs> yes, water is the gift of life. No. Um. So this this and he was young. This this fellow that knocked on our door was young. And I'm like, you know, we're not going to buy anything, but come on in and tell us about yourself, you know? And oh, so he wow. came in and turns it turns out that this guy was from my hometown. Hmm. He grew up in the neighborhood where Penny's uncle lives, <laughs> knew him. Penny's uncle had been his bishop in the, in the congregation. So not only was he some, from the same place, same religion, knew the same people, graduated from the same high school. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, um, and and the past me would have just you know yelled at him and maybe sworn a little bit, and 
And here's the really beautiful part, Cordelia. We used to get people knocking on our door all the time, like a couple times a week. Since that, since spirit knows that anybody that comes to the door, we're just going to have a conversation uh, and, and they're going to get watered. <laughs> <laughs> Almost, you know, it does. It doesn't happen. Nobody's knocked on our door for months. Aha! Uh -huh. So, what did you learn from that? That the stackers will keep stacking until I learn my lesson. That's what I learned. <laughs> yeah, and when you chose to view those people as humans, right? And you literally saw your reflection of yourself and them, mm -hmm. right? Then you don't need. Uh, the lesson anymore. So that's really great. Thank you for sharing that story. And I love that. And I love that the next time it happened, it was someone who like actually knew your, your people, you know, yeah. like your relatives people. Yeah. And how about that? Wouldn't you love that report to go back home? <laughs> right. You know, Dave is out here and he's, you know, cussing people out and, you know, slamming doors in their face uh-huh uh-huh mm -hmm. yeah yeah <sighs> yep well and it's it, so there's two things that come up for me with this there's so when i was in um when i was on my uh mission for the church of jesus christ of latter-day saints years and years ago it, i was i was in in southern russia and one night we were walking home after a long day of doing missionary stuff, uh, talking to people basically. And we came upon these two people that were just emitting divine light. And they were just cheerful and walking and talking loudly. And it was a man and a woman. And we're like, hey, how's it going? You, know, so you guys look really happy. I'm like, yeah, we just came from this, from this um, meditation and just discovered something. I'm like, really? What, what did you discover? And they said, I have no teachers. No, I see. I have no friends. I have no enemies, only teachers. So I have to translate it because I have it in, etched in my memory in, in Russian. <laughs> mm. um, but it was Say so it in beautiful. Russian. Let's hear that. Нет друзей, нет врагов, только учителя. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, and I was so moved by that. It's like, what a beautiful way to look at the world. What a beautiful way to look at the world. The second thing was something I heard um, Dr. Wayne Dyer say on one of his, on one, on my favorite uh, of his um, lectures. And it was the, from a certain perspective, God says all the words. God sings all the songs. God writes all the books. God knocks all the doors. I added that one. He didn't say that one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was like, hmm. God runs all the Costco tire stores. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You're, now you're adding. All right. We've been, we're now paraphrasing Wayne Dyer. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Dwayne, <laughs> wherever you are. <laughs> so, you know, I, I love that you're sharing those two, uh, quotes and I, I think of quotes as uh, beams of enlightenment really you know um, and the fact that the irony right 
of the fact that you on mission, I, I, I believe one of the things that you do is you knock on doors, isn't it? Yeah, we weren't allowed to in, in Russia. We were just, we would just talk with people on the street, but yeah. in so like my brother who I, so one brother went to Birmingham, England, another brother went to Sweden. Um, my dad went to Scotland on theirs and they all spent a lot of time knocking doors. So yes, the irony is not lost on me on that particular item. Yeah. <laughs> it's like doing to others. Like, <laughs> yeah, really? So how about that? You know, and, and that's another thing where I'm, I'm, I'm going to cut you off because it's my That's show. fine. <laughs> your show, your rules. I get it. Um, you know, where we don't see ourselves, right? This is another thing that's coming up in all of your stories, how you, you know, in this case, you're not seeing yourself and you're not an anomaly. Most people, you know, we coach, you and I both coach and, and, and we coach people who do not see themselves, right? And mm -hmm. we, we help to reflect that light and, and, um, and then they're like, oh, hmm, I think I do that. Like, that's really harming me, you know? Yeah. Or sometimes it's like, oh, I do that. How great of me. I mm -hmm. never acknowledged myself or celebrated myself for that. And so you get to do mo both here. You know, you're acknowledging that, you know, sometimes you can be a little bit of a... <laughs> and... <laughs> <laughs> and then you can like also choose to be like I'm not going to do that I'm not going to do that I'm going to begin again I'm going to I'm going to be the person who's loving and mm -hmm. kind and sees others as human and sees the divine light in them and so that's that that's all the way we get to play with ourselves and our and our heads all day long <laughs> So that's the invitation today. I am having way too much fun with you. I cannot believe like we're almost at the end of the hour. So I'm going to go ahead and ask my last question because you're long winded. <laughs> and um, I, I, I have, uh, you know, other engagements. So I want to stay on time. <laughs> Our conversations do tend to stand a little bit. It's true. And I love yeah. that, by the way. But yes. <laughs> Yes, we, we enjoy playing with each other. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh. <sighs> All right. now, is there keep it clean. Keep it clean. It's <laughs> I can't. Okay, please. Your show. Go ahead. <laughs> Behave, you know? After yes, older frisky. sister. Look out for all frisky. That would be so, one heck of a throw. Yes. Yes. I'm really good at it too. Um, <laughs> so is there anything else you would like to put in this space, you know, regarding play and <clears throat> how people can, you know, for themselves start being a bridge with others? Yeah. Share the silly, nerdy, dorky side of you. For years, I tried to hide that. Because I thought, you know, I, I had the high school perspective of if I act a certain way, I'll be accepted. And, 
and my needs will get met. And the fact of the matter is that while yes, it's true that that we do need to live by, you know, not hurt people, uh, but if I'm hiding myself, my silly, big, huge, face-eating, smile self, like, I'm not really there. And people aren't dealing with me. They're dealing with some sort of, you know, robotic projection of me that is not real. And, you know, the, the first time I ever met Steve Hardison of The Ultimate Coach, he pointed that out to me very dramatically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he has a flair for drama. <laughs> he does. He does. Uh, and, and, that, and, you know, I went from being utterly inauthentic to being authentic. And my authentic self is playful. My authentic self is, it, 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 I cuss. I, I, I cuss happily. I cuss angrily. I, I, I have tantrums. <laughs> but mostly, I'm just a really wonderful human being. And I come from love. And when I don't, I apologize and I clean up and I come from love. <laughs> and the beauty of it is I have discovered that I love me. Mm. You know, and I, I am worthy of, you know, there's, there's three statements that have been ringing through my being recently. There's nothing I could do that would make me unworthy of God's love. There's nothing I could do that would make me unworthy of loving me. And there's nothing you could do or anyone could do that would make them unworthy of my love to them. And that is, you know, the first two are just a miraculous way to see the world, to see myself. You know, I, I'm like, it used to be I'm really upset and therefore I'm bad. Yeah. <laughs> or I've done something wrong and therefore God can't love me. God, he must be angry with me. Uh, or whatever the God of your understanding is, it must be angry. They, the power. I I give everybody the, the freedom to believe, and, and I I respect that for myself as well. You know, uh, but the there's nothing I could do that would make the divine not love me. Oh my gosh. What a doorway to uh self-love and self-nurturing. Oh, yeah. So I was really angry yesterday at, at Costco for a couple of seconds, and I love me. And I'm talking with Cordelia Gaffar, the ultimate joy goddess, and I love me. And I held up a piece of chocolate and got Cordelia, <laughs> she's fasting, <laughs> and I love me. And I put on my hat that looks really funny over my headset, and I love me. And you've got those those wonderful glasses on, and I love you. And we, you know, you live on the East Coast. I, I live almost on the West Coast, and I love me, and I love you. So there's, when you're authentically you, you know, when you can love yourself. When I love me, including my pimples and my gray hairs and the, and and my back pimples and and my. Extra okay. adipose tissue. And okay. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so grateful that I have a wife who is who is a is a practicing doctor pimple. Tolerant. <laughs> <laughs> um, Hello, Rose. Thank you for being here. Um, 
Dave, I love you. And Cordelia, I love you. And oh. we love you too. <laughs> we do. We do. Yeah. And oh, oh my goodness, Rose. Yeah. She's Rose is another one who is. She's walking around in her meat suit, loving people and loving herself. And she is worthy of love. And and as are we all, you know? And this the challenge, the possibility, let's put let's call it the possibility. The possibility is to love people who I don't agree with. Hmm. Yes. To love people who are so vastly, who are operating on things that occur to me as wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And of course you're not in judgment about that. Oh, heavens no. I'm right. <laughs> There's no judge. How can you judge if you're right? I know. <laughs> I, I, I've got the truth on lock, so... <laughs> No judgment there. <laughs> <laughs> but the, you know, it's a beautiful thing. I mean, like, you know, the belief system I grew up in when I was very young, it had me. I couldn't see any other possibility. And everybody that didn't believe the way I believed and see the world I, the way I saw it, including other people in my own belief system, were wrong. And the most beautiful thing in the world occurred as as I stepped away from that and stepped into a place where I could consider and choose to, you know, have my belief system or not. And that freedom to choose was everything. Now I, I chose my belief system, but if you ask me why it's because I chose my belief system and I, and I've met people that have different belief systems that stream the light of God, the same God that I worship, through their faces, through their eyes, through the way that they walk the world. And Cordelia, you're one of them. We are that. Yes. Rose, you are one of them. <laughs> Rose is that. Yes. So this, yeah, I don't know if that, what, what, what do you have, what's showing up for you in this, from this last, I don't know if it's an answer, but whatever it is, tirade. <laughs> it was definitely. Well, you know, no judgment. I, I would just say it was an answer. <laughs> um, yeah, what I heard you say was when you're true to who you are at your core, then you can... Um, you can be a bridge between people and 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 also when you're true to you are who you are at your core you allow yourself to play which makes the whole world a playground and everybody your playmates as opposed to um potential enemies or frenemies or people to judge or diminish yeah does that sound accurate it is. It does sound accurate. Thank you. I love that reflection. Yeah. And in less than 60 seconds. <laughs> okay, well, I've got nine, a few more minutes here. So I want to share with you about trying to be concise. One of the statements that I have is I'm expressing myself vividly, logically, and concisely by spirit's power. Uh, you know, somebody asked me why I, I do cold plunges. Like before our call this morning, I went and did a 
a no video cold plunge. Sometimes I record them so I can, you know, and sometimes I just jump into the water for the water's sake. Uh, when I speak there, I try, it, the, one of the reasons I do that is to get myself to be talking short. <laughs> Sometimes ah. I actually do that, but it's where I'm coming from is the concisely <laughs> and by spirit's power. <laughs> yes. And I think your last video was three minutes and 45 seconds, which was less than how long it took you to answer my question. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I watch your videos at all. <laughs> oh, thank you, Cordelia. Thank you. You're welcome. So I wonderful. support you. So, um, <clears throat> Thank you for our live viewers on Instagram, not Instagram, on YouTube, LinkedIn, and Facebook. Um, and for those of you who will watch on the replay or listen on all streaming podcast channels, um, share this with another heart, share this with another soul, but most importantly, allow yourself to be free. And until next week, experiment with Playing. Play on. Play on. <laughs> Bye for now. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Free to Be Show. Now take this time to go into the oceans of your mind and deeply reflect and introspect on your depth. What would it look like to create a sacred experience? What would it feel like to create a world where you had your ultimate joy, where you're completely aligned in your four minds? Are you ready for a sacred experience? Allow yourself the freedom to be and free. Connect with me at CordeliaGuffard.com.